I don't sing, I don't dance, I don't do those anymore, anything I don't show, you won't try here anymore. Michael, 35, Bradley, 32, and Bradley's childhood friend Amber, 30, sit within an indoor beer garden in Hell's Kitchen. Amber is a conventionally beautiful, red-haired woman who works in customer service for a successful online retailer. Sadly, she's grown tired of her career as an amateur therapist for bobble buyers and dreams of a life of excitement and international travel with a well-to-do gentleman of her imagination's making. I hate my job. Most people do. Yeah, you're not different. Shut up. I'm thinking of quitting, like that's how bad it is. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm in that weird phase in my life where I have enough work experience to make a move, but not enough to make a great one. Sounds ideal. Thanks. It also feels like the timing might be right because my birthday is coming, and I can usually convince my dad to pay my rent as part of my birthday gift. Seriously? Uh, okay, wait, um, here's a question speaking of money. So Brad and I were having this discussion the other day. What would you do for $1 million? I need more information. Like, would you run down the street naked for a million dollars? Yes. I think he was asking me. Oh, I know. I'm just making sure everybody knows that I would run down the street naked, and I would do it for way less than a million dollars. Okay. I wouldn't. What about consequences? No shot of getting arrested? Oh, no, no, no. There's no consequences at all. You do it, it's done, and then you just, you know, you move on with your life. Raped? What? Could I get raped? Wait, are you saying that just the sight of you naked running down the street would drive men to spontaneously rape you? Yeah, I feel like you're kind of making a leap there. I'm asking about consequences. I mean, even if this were real, I don't think you'd get raped, so let's just no rape. All right, well then, hell yes, I would. Can you make this happen? Absolutely, let's do a Kickstarter. Oh, Mike really wants to see you naked. And you don't? I'm okay. Dick? Wait, speaking of naked, I have a dating question. Pre-naked dating question. I said I didn't want to see you naked. God, shut up. A bartender strolls past the table in a hurry, dropping a bill for the drinks that Amber, Bradley, and Michael have consumed, despite the fact that none of them requested it. Bradley and Michael both look at the check and begin to take out their wallets. You gonna chip in here, Amber? Sorry. I've been going on so many dates lately that I didn't even think to reach for my purse. Wait, really? So, when you're on the date, you don't do that move where you just kind of like half-ass flinch and reach for your purse? Is that really a rule? I think most girls make the gesture, but 0% have any intention of paying. But they'll most likely write a guy off if he actually lets them pay. Well, don't you think it's standard for a guy to just pay on a first date? Like, why should we make the gesture if we don't actually want to pay? For example, if I don't want to run a marathon, I'm not signing up. Well, it's a weird question, because you guys are both kind of right. But typically, yes, the gesture is still appreciated. But it's a bullshit gesture. It's like offering someone a scone and then saying, just kidding, I don't have a scone. A scone? Why a scone? Nobody likes scones. Focus, please. I feel like I don't need to do this. Maybe this is just me, but I think it says something about them as a person if they don't even offer. God, like what? Like they're high maintenance and maybe spoiled. I think that's a given. Come on, so you're saying I'm spoiled? Are you saying you don't reach? Fuck off! I am not spoiled. I just think there are certain arbitrary rules on a first date, and that is one of them. You're a little spoiled. I agree. How? Let's investigate the fact that you just said your dad may pay your rent, and that you would write a guy off for letting you pay on the first date. Exactly. Most girls would agree with me. But I don't think that's true. Shut up! Look, 
I have a date with that guy Kyle tomorrow. Maybe I should test this theory. Because I like him so far, but not so much that it would bother me if I never saw him again. Kyle? The guy who wore the Blink If You Want Me t-shirt to that party a few weeks ago? Yes. God damn it. What? I mean, are you serious? He's cute, and he's nice. The t-shirt doesn't mean he's a douche. The t-shirt strictly means he's a douche. How old is he? 29. Come on! All right, don't you have that Burgers Are My Best Friend shirt? Dude, secrets. Well, you know, exactly. I wear some stupid shit, but nothing that says frat guy who passes out on the turlet past the age of 25. You're judgmental. Mm, we all are. Okay, goodbye, fellas. Wait, what was your pre-naked dating question? Forget it. Every time I hang out with you guys, I'm convinced more and more I shouldn't listen to your advice. Amber meets Kyle, 28, who is indeed as immature as Bradley's description of him would have you believe. In Kyle's defense, he's remarkably good-looking and most people, women and men, forgive his sometimes crude behavior because they are so enamored with his appealing visage and striking confidence. We join them as they finish their third round of drinks at a little-known wine bar in the theater district. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What? How you can tell how long you've known someone by looking at the contact in your cell phone. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, I have people on my phone that are first name, last name, and then I have people who are first name and then the word cell after it because I knew them back when we all had actual house phones. Isn't that a strange thing to think about? <laughs> You're right. That's funny. My mom's definitely in my phone as mom cell. Yep, see? How very observant of you. I try. I like girls who pay attention to small details. Oh? What do you mean? I just think it says something about them, that they care, you know? That's why I like you. You're not like other girls. Yeah, totally. Let's uh, get the check. I wanted to go to this bar nearby, and I think it's going to get too packed soon to actually be enjoyable. Oh, yeah, the check. Right, yes, let's do that. Kyle snaps his fingers to get the waitress's attention. The couple sitting next to Kyle and Amber cast sideways glances in Kyle's direction. Amber would normally be aghast in such an action, but her mind is currently preoccupied with anxiety over whether or not to reach for her purse when the check arrives. So, um, should I split? No way. I can leave tip. It's fine, I got this. Are you sure? Absolutely. I want to take you out. I mean, I, I can get the drinks at the bar. <laughs> Why are you being weird? Do you think this is weird? Knowing what I know of you? Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, nothing. Bad, just, I, I don't know. You don't strike me as the type of girl who would pay. What the fuck? This isn't a bad thing. Why are you getting mad? I mean, you basically just told me to my face that you think I'm spoiled. I never said spoiled. Yeah, you did. To be clear, Kyle never said the word spoiled, but you know how these things go. What is happening? Nothing. Never mind. I'll get the drinks at the bar. If you're trying to prove a point, believe me, I'm aware you're an independent woman who don't need no man. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, that's true. I'm sorry. My guy friend's got in my head a little bit about the whole check thing. I knew it! Yeah, they're the worst. Don't listen to them. Well, unless they told you to have sex with me, in which case they are very wise and you should take their advice. <laughs> God, shut up, let's go. And also, thank you for dinner. You're very welcome. Kyle and Amber exit the restaurant and proceed to an underground, Southern California-inspired surf bar that leans a little too hard on its theme and does not put enough emphasis on cleaning its lavatories. I got us two glasses of Merlot. This bartender's the best. It's my friend Greg. He pours a mean Merlot. I hope that's okay. He pours a mean Merlot. Surprised you'd go with a wine at a place like this. I would have been cool with a Mai Tai, but can we circle back to, like, why you just assumed that I'm spoiled? Oh, I thought we were done with that. It's still bothering me. You just assumed I was spoiled, even though we never discussed upbringing or money or anything. I never said you were spoiled. You put out a vibe like you like the finer things in life. 
And that means I'm spoiled? No, I'm just saying that it's pretty clear that you expect nice things and that people give you what you want. How is that clear? It's just your tone. When? Like at the restaurant tonight. You were snapping your fingers at the waitress to get her attention. That was you. Okay, right. But you would totally do that. You're calling me spoiled based on what you would assume I would do. It's more about, like, your clothes and your bag and, like, how the night we met you wouldn't come home with me. Shut the fuck up! I am not spoiled because I wasn't a slut for you. Let me put it this way. Before your friends fucked with your head, had you even considered picking up the check on a date? I didn't even know that this was something that guys thought about. Maybe you should consider that I just assume I'm going out with a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I didn't even want to talk about this. I just wanted to treat a beautiful girl to a nice evening. Fine! Well, the next time we need to pay for something, I'm picking up the check. Okay, so you can pay for the cab back to my place tonight. Fine! Okay, let's go. Good! What just happened? Too Old to Date was created by Mike Tanzillo and Brad Garoon. This episode was written by Brad and Mike and Dara Pollack, with production assistance from Toby Singer. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Stalk us on social media at Too Old to Date. If you have questions, comments, or the unbearable desire to be an angry troll, email us at info at tooltodate.com. Want to share your dating stories? Give us a call at 718-559-1040 and leave us a message with your story. If we get really good ones, we'll play them on the show. For more info, visit tooltodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows, pay for more dates, and <clears throat> maybe give the narrator a raise. Darkest night, and we will glow in our places anymore. It's your ride, and I was too. We won't try you anymore. So you're insecure. <laughs> Wait, do you... That's me! So so when you go on a date, you don't necessarily... Like, you won't, by default, like, reach for the first one. No. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe this will <laughs> change your mind. Wait, do you... No! Uh-huh. Probably won't. Like, all, all judgments... Like, are you... I don't want to use the word spoil. Are you spoiled? I'm not. <laughs> okay. I literally, I've been Who's paying yours? for my own stuff and my own everything since I was like 16 years old. Oh, do you great. like yeah. nice things? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, she's spoiled. <laughs> but all the nice things that I have, I've purchased. For now. So. Actually, is that well, spoiled? true. Did you call that spoiled? If like you spoil yourself. Just when a girl says to me like, I really like nice things, I think yeah, this isn't going to work. Do you not like <laughs> nice things? I don't like things. I like how that's a deal breaker for you. You like are. nice things? <laughs> Look where we are. I'm at my friend's home studio doing this. That doesn't mean you don't like nice things or things in general. It means it's lucky that I like nice things. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>